Welcome to the official Dungeons and Dragons podcast. I am Greg Tito. I am joined by the amazing Trevor Kidd. What? Woo! Yes. <laughs> Man, I wish I had that everywhere I went. The crowd went. goes wild for Trevor Kidd. Can everybody out there in podcast land just find me and follow me around and cheer? That would be great. That sounds scary. Well, you know, uh, uh, let's schedule it. Let's not let's not have it be all the time. There, there could be some creepy moments. Let's say so. you get infected with madness, and that's what you think is happening all the time. Sure. Like, uh, can we make that happen? Fraz Urblu is uh, uh, giving you uh, these delusions. You can tell that Greg, grandeur. Has, been, Greg has been running our Out of the Abyss. Game. I know. And we're actually <laughs> recording in our Out of the Abyss streaming room mm-hmm. uh, that we've recorded the last few episodes of uh, of, of that. So yeah, if you're interested in uh, me DMing Out of the Abyss, we didn't plug that during the last podcast. We didn't we'll do it for this one. Uh, it is probably completed by the time you will read this uh, or listen to this. So uh, go ahead and go on YouTube. Uh, we have a special playlist set up for only the 14 sessions of our Out of the Abyss campaign. Check it out there. It ended amazingly, I'm saying, because it hasn't happened yet. But <laughs> He's actually seeing into the future because it ends tomorrow. Exactly. If all goes correctly. It ends tomorrow. It ends tomorrow. Or the next time. We'll never show. Yes, uh, Speaking of Rage of Demons, though. Yes. We're going to have an awesome guest today. That's we're right. We're going to talk about Neverwinter's Rage of Demons content. The new Rage of Demons content. The Maze Engine. Yes. I'm uh, I'm pretty excited when they uh, showed us that video. I was like, what? Arr- like, what's going on here? Uh, so uh, <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be cool to talk to Rob again. Uh, Mr. Overmeyer. Yes, who has been on the podcast before. He's been popular on the podcast based on the number of times those podcasts have been listened to. It's true. Yes, he apparently he's, it's, this, it's the svelte tones of uh, Mr. Rob <laughs> Overmeyer that, that brings everybody back to the yard. Um, but no, I'm excited, excited to talk to Rob. It's got nothing to do with his milkshake. No. I didn't I did want to actually bring up the, the sexual connotations of his milkshake. <laughs> if, that's, but, if that's where we're going. But when you and I talk, there's always adult conversations that happen oh, yeah. on the we podcast. Always, yeah. Like, man, you got a great milkshake. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we'll we'll talk about that. But uh, of course, Curse of Strahd is coming out March fifteenth, so you can pre-order that now uh, or check it out at your local store. Actually, two weeks earlier than that, I believe March fourth uh, at your gaming store. So it's very soon. Yeah. Um, and by the time you're listening to this, it may actually already be that time. Who that knows? would be awesome. And it's- make sure to subscribe to the podcast over on iTunes or wherever you actually you know download podcasts. That's also true. Though it's it's everywhere out there. It's and- everywhere out there. But also, if you could rate it on iTunes, it's yes. always good. Uh, other uh, podcast things have rating systems, but for some reason iTunes is the most important uh, because it <laughs> gets uh, out to the most folks. So yeah, definitely rate it and review it. Uh, let us know any any constructive feedback of things we can do differently or better, um, and uh, it will help get the loveliness of D&D out to as many people as possible. Yes, we all like D&D, don't we? If you don't, why are you listening to this podcast? <laughs> because they like you, Trevor. Well, there we go. All right. So let's, uh, yeah, let's talk to Mr. Undermeyer. Undermeyer? Overmeyer. Look at oh. you. Well, he's, he's, a, he's a hobbit Wait. now. I don't get it. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I was here the whole time. Oh my god, that's what that's what Ryan, our sound engineer, was trying to tell me. Yeah. <laughs> he gave me a thumbs up, and I thought that meant, oh, we're about to call Rob Overmeyer, but no. We didn't have our lovely Skype lady talking about, you know, all the calls she was going to make. It's true. How you doing, Rob? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Good. Yeah. How is San Jose today? Um, it's so nice. It's like 80 degrees outside and not raining. I'm sure it's raining where you guys are at because it doesn't stop that ever today it's actually and, today uh, it's, it's, been it's, been, great. it's been quite sunny uh but it's I don't, like I, it's like 50 I, degrees no, i don't i mean it's nice that you think, <laughs> that you think that it is, but it's the seasonal affective disorder that's oh, like, got you going there we yeah. were just talking about my my madnesses so it's very possible <laughs> yeah you do have frost or blue on, on the brain i'm just crazy Exactly. Oh, nice. Sorry, everybody. So we're excited to talk about maze engine man this is amazing the trailer looked great it did. 
and uh, the logo looked really great, and yeah. all the stuff. <laughs> The All the key arts great. looked great, and the marketing slogans were really, also great. Really, really, what Rob's getting at is uh, we can't talk about Maze Engine. <laughs> oh, man, we, we totally can. Good, yeah. sweet. So what's uh, for, for people who haven't seen all the, all the trailers and all the things we've, uh, we've put out, tell, uh, tell our listeners what's, what they can expect from, from the second expansion in the Rage of Demons storyline for Neverwinter. Wait, wait, wait. We're going to ahead of ourselves. Let's step back here Yeah, seriously. Second. Let's go back a little bit and talk about the introduction. Booth. Yes. Do it. Wait. Is that what you were going to say, Trevor? Exactly. I was exactly what I was going to say. I was like, listen, I need to know what happened to Demogorgon. Okay. So <laughs> let's, let's go back a little bit. Talk about that well, story. Okay. So we started off in this journey um, with uh, introducing the, the idea or introducing this, the, the story of uh, demons coming from the abyss and making their way up to the surface world and uh, Demogorgon uh, spreading madness in the Underdark. And the players sort of had to go and stop him along with uh, Brunor and Dritz. So a lead into that was, uh, was this really great story um, that, that Bob wrote with us, uh, Bob Salvatore. I think you guys, you probably heard of him. Um, Once or twice. Well known. Yeah, Bob. Yeah. yeah, he makes me call him R.A. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. If that, were, if, that were, if that were true, I'd be like, man, you're like the only person. <laughs> right, he's like, everyone else calls him Bob. But. Oh, my God. <laughs> So cool. That that's all I have. <laughs> um, no. So uh, so we, we worked with uh, Mr. R. A. Uh, quite a while on a really cool story, which was uh, the players went on an adventure with uh, with Bruno. They didn't know it was Bruno at the time, but they went on an adventure with uh, a stranger to help uh, figure out what's going on in Contragrim. They helped take back Contragrim, and it was this lead into something is happening in the Underdark. So the players went into the Underdark and and met up with Dritz and faced Demogorgon. So that kind of happened, and that was, a, that was our, our last module update. So that was M8. Um, and the players are, are fighting the demons right now um, in, uh, uh, in the Underdark. Um, there are also demons that are, are, are opening up uh, um, a, a, a sort of abyssal portals and up on the surface world, and, and players have to go around the world and, and shut those things down because demons in the overworld are probably not, not very good. Also, Usually. don't forget, there's still dragons up there. There's oh, yeah. Still cultists up there. There's still elemental evil up there. So adding demons to the mix would be very bad. That's, what, that's, that's one of the things we talk about for the tabletop too, because like you know, with with all the stuff that's going on with elemental cultists and with the cult, the cult of the dragon cultists, even when you beat the, like if if you go through those adventures and beat those storylines, it's not like those cults go away. Like oh look there, like no no no. So we just yeah, have, we just have a whole bunch of cults running around the surface of, of Faerun right now, <laughs> causing havoc. Very culty. Very um, culty. And so. What what happens is the story doesn't doesn't really end there. It continues, and the player um, works on a a new storyline um, of their own, sort of dealing with the things in the Underdark and realizing sort of we we hinted at what was happening with Menzo Berenson, and so now we can we can really tell that story of what's going on there, why the player can't go there. It's still really messed up. So the player actually goes along uh, an adventure uh, on their own adventure and. Uh, Dritz continues with them. That story continues. And so the player gets a really, really big story uh, campaign that they're going to go through. They go through solo or go with a group, and they're going to learn more about what's going on um, with uh, the demons in the Underdark. And along the way, they, they find themselves, they learn more about this thing called the Maze Engine. They face um, uh, Baphomet is down there. Uh, and there's a, a lot of characters, some well-known characters in Neverwinter. They come together, so it's it's really a, a bunch of 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 really strong characters from different parts of 
the Neverwinter game that come together to try to deal with this, this threat and this big long story arc for the player to go on. And so they have, you know, they have friends that they, they help and that help them along the way. Um, so that's, that's the real big piece of the story is, is going into the maze engine, which is absolutely amazing. Uh, and that's no pun really intended. Amazing. Uh, right. Uh, but the, the, the boss fight room for Batman is so cool. And then, uh, you get sort of ripped into these different uh, sort of, of of planes, and you're in this, you're in a maze, and you're sort of you, you look at the ceiling, and there's a, another piece of the maze just sort of moving and grinding away above you. So it's it's really ominous and very very cool environments. Ooh, that does um, sound cool. And uh, there's there, you know there's some there's some cool a lot of really cool uh, secrets and 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 some Easter eggs in there, um, and, and a lot of care went into just telling this just this one part uh, this part of the story which is just one aspect of everything that's coming in our next module this is um, awesome uh so for the people who don't know baphomet is the is the prince of beasts in the demon that's Lose. right and yeah. uh, he also minotaurs so yeah maze is kind, kind of a big deal he's kind of like the uber minotaur it's a big deal there yes <laughs> well like, not all minotaurs follow him because he's he's evil you know yeah so all the evil minotaurs are like oh yeah we probably like this guy. except for like the rebellious evil ones like whatever you're not my dad. <laughs> but, uh, but Minotaurs like aren't inherently evil, right? They're like they're like neutral. You know what? I would have to go look at the at, at entries. I, I don't pay attention. <laughs> I don't pay attention to monster alignment ninety nine percent of the time because yeah, because there's always like, going to be people who are uh, or, or individuals that could be good or bad. Like yeah. Globagul, for example, the uh, uh, sentient uh, gelatinous cube and <laughs> and yeah. Greg's party killed off yeah live in front of everybody so now my Poor party my party is evil basically <laughs> they're the evil ones <laughs> nice but so the, like the big piece here is 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 Baphomet's you know I'm assuming it's Baphomet's maze but it, you know whatever I'm making some assumptions here the maze, maze engine it is are there are there uh, other iconic bad guys in there I know Baphomet's got to be like a, a big bad you know demon lord but is there other yeah. iconic bad guys in there people can expect to see. Absolutely. So we have um, so one of the really cool things is that uh, Castle Never is coming back. So players from the original that, that played the, in the original release of Neverwinter, uh, Castle Never was uh, sort of the the ultimate dungeon that they ran through at the when they got to the end game, and there's some of the best loot in there and stuff like that. Um, there is so the story now is Castle Never had been cleaned out. Adventure adventuring parties went through it and defeated uh, Valinder's pet. And made it all the way through, and so um, it was just left with a bunch of. I mean, it's a little bit macabre, but basically a bunch of dead, dead stuff everywhere, <laughs> as you do, right? Um, and so Orcus has made his, his way to Castle Never and has resurrected all of these things that adventuring parties had had defeated before, and so uh, even um, uh, and, and with the goal was was uh, uh, to resurrect the Draculich that was in there, so. Uh, players get to fight Orcus, and it is a really, really cool fight. Uh, um, you go in there, and Belinda's pet's in there, and uh, um, and you're fighting the things that you did before, but they're all undead. Um, for those who don't know, I, I believe maybe Trevor, you could tell them that Orcus is the prince of of undead, and and uh, a badass yeah, demon you, you, lord. Yeah, you, you've got it. He's the demon prince of of, of the undead, and uh, yeah. really all he wants is just to summon more and more and more undead and rule through having. Pretty much everybody be undead. So that's such a cool thing to do in in an MMO is to continue that story of you know there's so many times where a dungeon that you've uh, had players go through just kind of is still there even though that story might have been resolved you know two years ago as far as expansions 
and go. So what was it like going back to, to, to Castle Never, reskinning it a little bit uh, with the, the new, the new storyline? Uh, well, it, it, there's a few things that we were able to do there. So Castle Never before was this crazy, crazy, crazy long dungeon. So mm-hmm. we, we actually tuned it to be a better experience. Um, but as far as it was actually fairly easy on the development side because we went in there and except for a few set pieces that had to support some of the new elements that were in there, like um, where you fight Orcus wasn't just going to be some random room in the castle. There was also um, some elements that you we were gonna, that we te- about the Orcus fight that we teach the player as they go through the dungeon. Oh, so cool. it's it, what's interesting is that you as you start in, you're like, yeah, this is that same old castle. Never, I, I, we haven't been here for a long time. Uh, I guess it's worth mentioning that that behind the scenes, Castle Never went away for a little bit. So it it based Got walled, imagine it got walled off and nobody was going there anymore. And then so now something's happening in there. So now it's, it's back and now it's, it's worth going and checking out. Yes. Um, it was a dungeon that was level 60 and we went to level 70 and there's newer dungeons and stuff. So it went away for a bit and, and with always with the intention that it was going to come back. And so this is how it's coming back with, um, with Orcus uh, um, raising all of the things in there that you had killed before. So it's... It's no longer like that crazy. It was like an hour and 45 minute slog. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's definitely for some people. It's not for everybody. Yeah. Uh, it's, still, it's still a pretty good length. And it, but it has better and cooler set pieces and encounters in it than there were before. Um, and like I mentioned, as you go through, you sort of learn some of the things about the Orcus fight. Um, and then that when you see them in the Orcus fight, you know how to deal with them sort of along the way. So almost like foreshadowing. That's really cool. Um, I, like, I like the basically being taught elements and then the final boss fight is like, oh, look, here's these elements you taught. Now, now use them all at once. Right. Kind of thing. I, lo- I love that kind of stuff. Makes the players feel smart. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Yep. I like to feel smart. <laughs> I need to feel smart. Please. Don't play but, the, uh, we have don't play really the witness. Interesting, really interesting boss fights and mechanics. One of them is, 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 is pretty cool. The, the, um, the room gets flipped while you're fighting, uh, which is very interesting. Oh, wow. Um, and, and so you, you've got to sort of deal with that and there's... Um, there's like different problems to solve, and then if you're in, if you're standing in some areas, when the room flips, you'll basically fall onto spikes. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's, that sounds that sounds pleasant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that goes well but, for you. But you know, but there's clerics and stuff, so you'll be all good. Yeah, yeah. So don't worry about it. <laughs> it's like one of those moments where you actually do want to stand in the weird colored areas. Like stand only in the weird colored areas, otherwise you will die. <laughs> Yeah. Good times. So you mentioned uh, uh, you mentioned dungeons, yeah. right? Uh, and yeah. uh, one of the things that, that I had seen we were talking about is that uh, you have updated more dungeons, or all all the dungeons, all the old dungeons are back. Like, what's going on there? So we have a bunch of the old dungeons that went away in mod six, and they're coming back. Uh, there's about four or five of them. Yeah. Um, and and again, sort of, we had this plan a long time ago. My goodness, it's about a year now. Um, where we're going to take these dungeons that not a lot of people were running anymore, and a lot of them were the were part of the original or sort of one to sixty uh, leveling progress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so we pulled them out, and then with mod six, we we sort of put, we got three back in there, and we created epic versions of them. Uh, and the players are like, whoa, whoa, whoa! All our dungeons, and by the way, I love Frozen Heart, and I love you know fighting fancy. So let's do those things again. <laughs> and so we we basically you know we. We have a you know a dev cycle and, and we you know making games and stuff like that. So we we figured out how, you know how where we can fit them in and, and when it made sense to bring them back in and uh, and definitely the players are like mm, that's too long. So um, we were working on those. So we have about four or five and they're coming back um, and uh, and then got a small handful that we that we uh, uh, are going to work on and get and get back. So eventually they're all going to be back. 
Um, not all of them are going to have epic versions of them. Um, the, the player base definitely was calling out for them to be back, so they're going to be back in as uh, leveling dungeons, so you can play them uh, at, at various levels. Mm -hmm. um, and they're all meant to... Uh, we've updated the, the, the rewards in there, um, and, and we have uh, some progression, so we have uh, dungeons basically start... They come in where they, where they were in their levels originally, right? So if there was a dungeon that, that went away that started at 23... Uh, when you hit 23, the dungeon becomes available and you can go in there and play. But then, you know, if you level up in there, you can move on to the next dungeon and when it unlocks at, at whatever level it, it originally unlocked. Does that make sense? Yeah. Makes and sense. the whole idea of the leveling dungeons, it's, it's basically if you're like if you just want to go through the leveling dungeons and level up, they're actually pretty good for that. Uh, and good, good gear along the way to sort of keep you geared up and leveling. Um, that's definitely a way to go. If mm -hmm. you want to play just, you know, the standard... Um, you know, quest lines, uh, you can definitely go that way as well. Um, it's, not a meant, it's not meant to replace any of that stuff, but it's definitely there to augment. So bringing them back sort of st where they were originally um, fits in with that, that concept of that these are back where they were, and now they've got better loot, and you can level up with them. Because before they were basically one-shots. Right? Yeah. You go in, you finished it, and then you moved on to the next zone, and oh, and then there was an another dungeon there. Um, if you want to run it a bunch of times and if you want to be a level 70 and go with a level 30 and play, play together, you could. Before, you couldn't, right? Once you were past the level, you basically lost access to mm -hmm. these dungeons. Um, oh, so I see. There's some, tra some trade-offs there. Mm -hmm. But uh, definitely, uh, we've got some, you know, the players are like, oh, I really wanted epic versions of all these. And I was like, man, that would be great. So <laughs> we'll, we'll see how that works out. But uh, we definitely were uh, working really hard to, uh, to get those, those uh, awesome experiences back. I remember myself, I... Definitely, uh, I love the, the the story of the frozen heart uh, when you're fighting under the beating heart at the end, mm -hmm. and then uh, um, and then definitely Vancy. I just always love just just cruising through that dungeon because it was such a cool environment. Um, but yeah, the, they're all coming back, and uh, it's great that you're able uh, to, to to give options for for leveling again too. Like because people, you know, uh, uh, always like to level one way. Like they either do it like they do the grinding thing, or they do you know quest in the foundry, or they end up wanting to just do dungeons over and over again with their group if they have a like really tight knit thing. So it's 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 yeah. good to, it's good to have options back for sure. Yeah, I'm, i I really enjoy single player campaigns, even in, in MMO, so I was excited to see that you guys also you know, you mentioned it already uh, when we started this, there's more solo content. Oh yeah. Uh, as as you, you plow through for uh um, yeah. the the maze engine. So I was super excited about that. It's almost like you segued perfectly and that you know what you're doing. Wow. <laughs> almost. Because but now you called I, it out, so now it feels wait, less less suave. You gave me the opening. We were talking about leveling up with dungeons. I was like, oh, I got to jump on that. <laughs> but actually, it was, it was one of the points I wanted to make. Um, it is absolutely not lost on us, the dev team, um, that we had basically it's a year since we had any offering for a solo-minded player. right? So if you think about it, Elemental Evil came out and you could level up from 60 to 70 by yourself. You could team up if you want, and you can create adventuring parties and all that stuff, which was great. But then we hit, after that, it was all about um, Stronghold, right? Yeah. Yep. And Stronghold is all about, end, not, not just about endgame, but it was all about community and guilds. Yeah. And that was, uh, that was Mod 7. Mod 8 was, there was some stuff that you can do there with the, uh, with the, the Bob Salvatore stuff. Yeah. But it wasn't a lot. And then it went into, let's work together to defeat Demogorgon and all of these demons. There was some really, really cool group content in there. But we're looking at almost a year with no just, I just want to get in and just play a cool story and just go, go, go. Right? And so that wasn't lost on us. We're like, you know what? We got to do something for the solo player. 
Um, all of our updates, you know, we sort of we we think about who they're targeting. And when we had the guild update, it was about we hadn't ever done anything really big for guilds, so let's have a guild update. We haven't done anything for the big social groups that have been growing in Neverwinter, so that's what sort of drove Stronghold. We talked about sort of since uh, Icewind Dale, we had the idea when we uh, uh, introduced uh, Heroic Encounters, players really liked coming together and fighting in Heroic Encounters, and then it was soft group up. So, and the players absolutely loved Tiamat, which was a different sort of community social. Uh, you know, it was that was the complexity of the Tiamat fight was was getting together and working all, all that out. So we repeated that with Demogorgon, but just that good old fashioned solo or small group experience um, uh, hadn't been around for a bit. So that was definitely one of the focuses and one of the things that we wanted to hit for uh, for the next module. And we, I think, we absolutely nailed it. I think um, the Maze Engine uh, campaign is is great, and it feels like personal story progression, uh, like a solo adventure. It's really cool. That's awesome. No, I'm, I'm super looking forward to that. I, the way you described it, like, you know, kind of going through the Underdark, learning more about what's going on and why things are, why, why things in certain places are really horrible. <laughs> it's like, maybe you shouldn't be here. <laughs> and then, you know, running across, yeah. the, running across the maze, maze engine on your way is, uh, it all sounds intriguing. I am intrigued, sir. I would like to subscribe would, to your newsletter. <laughs> it was funny when, um, when, uh, when Mr. R.A. was down and we were hanging out, um, we had a we had this discussion while we were we were like setting up for an interview, and and he's like, "What do you think is scarier, the Underdark or you know, like the Overworld?" And and I said, "At this point in Neverwinter, I would actually seek refuge in the Underdark." Uh, <laughs> and and he was like, "You are wrong." <laughs> like, you shut your dirty mouth. You are wrong. And I was like, "No, seriously." And it's like every shadow. I mean, you've got to be afraid, and everything's. Is seeking to kill you in the underdark, and I'm like, and I reminded him of what was in the overworld in the Sword Coast, and he's like, "Yeah, that's pretty bad." <laughs> yeah, they can kill you there too in every shadow. Um, You're always gonna have a, yeah. a rogue or a red wizard of fae just running around, ready, ready <laughs> exactly. to kill you. That's true. I mean, we have pretty much populated it with everything that wants to kill you, especially in, in Neverwinter. It's like, don't step outside. <laughs> everything wants to kill you. Oh, by the way, when you step in, there's a war. Haha, <laughs> no big yeah. deal. <laughs> Yeah, and when you yeah. oh, and also remember those really evil people, Zintarum. You're now working with them. Also, they're probably still evil. Yeah, no, they're just they're just they're fine. They're just merchants. It's cool. <laughs> they just not... like to wear black. Okay, they're... they might be evil. Right? Did you do realize they were stealing and selling people to the drought? Yeah, but you know, uh, business is hard. Man, <laughs> yeah. When you bring up slavery, I can't really, I can't really, you know, say they're not evil. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna try they're to make some. Evil. I was trying to make some smart ass comment, but I'm like, eh. Nope. 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 They're evil. <laughs> Shut it down. <laughs> Shut it down. Um, uh, the other stuff that we have is uh, we're really uh, we're really happy about uh, improving queues. Um, and so we have a new queue system that we're rolling out. There's a lot of stuff that we can do there. Um, it's a bit like it's not as exciting as like hanging out with Dritz Brunor and the crew on uh, a cool Maze Engine solo campaign. Um, but what it does allow us to do is have giant group queues for things like TMN. And Demogorgon. So if you're if you want to hook up your guild and all go into Tiamat at once, absolutely you can do that now, um, or rather when the module goes live. Um, if you have a, a ten person uh, party or ten people that you'd like to go in and, and challenge yourself to get to gold on Demogorgon Epic, you can put that party together and then go all uh, all together. So um, as well as uh, you can you can queue in a giant group for Stronghold PvP. So uh, on top of that, um, it, it really allows us to, it's a better platform for us to, um, to support the, the various queues, queue rules, and uh, restrictions and things like that for PvE and PvP queues, as well as it opens the door 
for, for us to do some really cool or extra things later on. Like if we have any contests for PvP, we can separate um, like uh, pre-mades versus solo queue PvP and stuff like that. So um, really excited about our queue improvements. We call it the match system. Um, so it's it's about basically building your building your group uh, and then uh, for the thing that you, you want to go do. Uh, and it's it'll support up to you know whatever you need for TM out. So it's like twenty five people. It's so always great to hear of like quality of life upgrades. You know, people think you're right. It's not as flashy as the as the story and stuff that we're we're talking about. But it's it's stuff that longtime MMO players will really appreciate. Just being able to not have to wait around and 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 get as quick into the action as possible. Yep. Um, but it's also like I said, it's a, it's a system that we can keep an eye on, and then players can say, oh, this wasn't really working, and then we can we can start tweaking those rules uh, with a lot uh, with a lot better and faster than we had in the past. So we completely tore down the old Q system and rewrote uh, a new one from the ground up, and it, uh, it's got a lot more possibility and, and extensibility. Now, this might sound crazy, but as part of the building out this Q system, have you ever thought of, uh, and correct me if you, this is already in, I don't even know if this is true or not, but do, you, do the Xbox One players be able to play with PC players in a Q ever? Nope, those worlds are still separate. Still um, separate. And for, yeah, for a lot of really good reasons. Um, and then... Uh, and then other reasons as well. For a lot of really, really good reasons, and then um, a couple bad ones. <laughs> a couple of really yeah, then, awful reasons we don't want to talk then, about. And then reasons that were, you know, uh, I think mostly um, just because they're not on their those two um, those two worlds aren't exactly the same all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, they're on different builds, um, so uh, those players can't really play together because they're, they're basically in, in separate worlds. For a second, I thought you were about to mention our mind flayer overlords, and I was going <laughs> to warn you. It's like, no, no, we don't talk about that. But you know. That's true. That's true. Now I'm breaking. Now I'm breaking the rules. So, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Xbox One players can look forward to uh, uh, un- the Underdark coming out soon for them as well, right? Absolutely, very soon, like today. Today, today. which was yeah. which? Which? While well, you're listening to this in the future, it's we'll two be, weeks ago. Will be the past. Yes. <clears throat> yes. So they have it, and they're hanging out, and yeah. and yes, they're getting the Demogorgon and all the the demons and and the stuff. Um, <laughs> Can you believe the big story right, that's breaking right now? Right now? In Neverwinter? <laughs> like no, we always have those time travel problems here. I think so, it's more than mine. So, so funny. Yeah. So we, we've talked about lots of stuff. Before we get on another tangent, we have to talk about something that's very near and dear to me that we haven't talked about yet. Okay. Do it. Rob yeah. kind of talked about it, but I want to get back to it. So yeah. you need to tell me about the new loot in Maze Engine. Why, why do I care about the new loot, Rob? Why is it? Are there, are there cool shinies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's actually some really cool shinies. There's uh, there's more of the types of uh, rewards that we had in um, mod eight. Um, there's like really cool rings that did really cool, interesting things um, that were a little bit more situational, but uh, allowed some more, more uh, theory crafting and building, which is something that uh, that I've always loved to do in MMOs, and so I thought, hey, let's do this thing. Yeah, we, talked, we talked about, about that last time uh, we were on the podcast yeah. about how exciting that was. How, how did those, uh, uh, how did people, the players respond to those? Um, well, as you can imagine, it was varied. <laughs> <laughs> um, there were definitely things like, those are really cool, that, but that doesn't really have much of an effect in PvE, and then other things did, and wow, but those couple things really had a big effect in PvP, and... Uh, and we were like, yes, that's exactly what we were shooting for. Um, and one of the things that we were hoping for, remember when we talked last time, was it wasn't really going to change the power curves or, or you, like somebody was going to get an item and then just be uber in PvP and like, ruin all of that stuff. It didn't do that. It, it created more of that space to, to 
play in and we have to deal with, you know, the possibilities of, of what the other person might have and then sort of, you know, uh, have some cool interactions between some of those items, right? Mm -hmm. um, and uh, that was one of the things we talked about last time and I think that we hit a, a very good middle ground there. So it, it definitely, there was nothing, you know, extremely breaking in any of the stuff that we added. Uh, and so we've continued that trend um, as well as uh, uh, I think we've got um, uh, some more cool stuff on the way, like uh, uh, newer gems and uh, definitely you know all new gear um, and artifacts and um, artifact gear uh, and stuff like that. So, and I think what we are shooting for is to increase the power just a little bit um, into the sort of uh, start touching into the next tier of gear, uh, preparing for for some. Uh, some big hard stuff coming down the line. Ooh, so the gear usually has a look like the, at least like the armor and the weapons do. Is is this is this themed to anything in, in, in the maze engine? Is is there a specific look that people are going to have when they come out of this dungeon? Um, yeah, there's a there's a couple pieces uh, that I think that will uh, evoke some of the uh, some of the, the creatures and things that they're fighting there. Uh, there's some some stuff that is def definitely uh, Bathmity, if you will. <laughs> you, can, you, you can tell I've, I've walked right up to the edge of stuff that Rob can't talk about. He's yeah. like, uh, no, Trevor. <laughs> We're not talking about that. Yeah, I don't want to give it all away. No, no, no. We we Too many have, spoilers. Um, we have some, yeah, we, do, we definitely have uh, um, some uh, blogs up that we're going to be releasing all the way up into, so it's a little bit of a, uh, I guess, I, I don't know when, I guess it's two weeks from now mm -hmm. that, yeah. that people are going to hear this. But uh, we have basically a, a Maze Engine portal page, and we're going to have blogs that go up uh, talking about not only what you're going to get and what the cool new stuff uh, available to see is, but also um, a bunch of how-tos, art, like the making of some of this content. Um, and so uh, a, lot of, a lot of those sort of little uh, peaks and reveals are going to come through the, uh, um, through the Maze Engine portal on, our, on the ARC Games page. I'm excited. Super excited. Well, so I mean, I, yeah, I can't talk about half this stuff. Well, you guys are doing playtest stuff with this guy, with this stuff too. Like, you have some people who go to your, your test realm and and check it out early. Are you still inviting people to that, or is that part of this done? Do we want to pimp that out at all? No, 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 absolutely. Um, I think oof, by the time, if I'm thinking about time travel, no, I'm <laughs> yeah, exactly. I always got to think about time travel. Um, so actually, we had we had a fantastic uh, a fantastic alpha uh, for. Or, um, our our new match system, the Q stuff, mm -hmm. um, and so um, what we did, we we hadn't done that since Stronghold, and, and before Stronghold, it was pre-launch with Foundry. We basically, you know, had an invite-only alpha shard and uh, engaged with the with the community, and we talked about sort of the direction we were going, and talked about sort of the needs and wants and, and concerns, fears, happinesses, and uh, <laughs> and. Uh, and all the desires around a specific uh, feature. So we did that with Stronghold PvP. We also talked about Stronghold and uh, even, even the times where sort of either the server was having problems or it was crashing or something, we were able to get together and talk, just hang out in, in PE and, and just do a Q&A and talk about some of the things that the players were interested in and, and talk about some of, the, some of the, the forum feedback and stuff. So we did that again um, for the, the match stuff and uh, it was really great. I think our largest turnout of folks on our alpha um, oh, that's cool. And uh, and we really were able to, to you know have some play tests and and sit and and talk about sort of these changes and and what it means. And so we went through. It was a pretty short alpha. Basically, we proved out you know some of the some of the bigger pieces and, and they all seemed to make sense. And then we rolled those out to our public test shards, PTS. Um, so all everybody who plays can you know log in, they can patch, and then they can copy their characters over to PTS. And uh, right now we have. 
I think this week um, we've got um, more of the match stuff that goes to PTS. Next week, we've got things like Castle Never, and then eventually we're going to have everything opened up. So by the time this podcast goes out, uh, PTS is still live, active, and players can definitely hop on and check out all the new stuff. Um, and then we have a rollout plan for PTS, so uh, basically all the way up until launch. Um, we'll have everything up on PTS before um, launch so that uh, players can hop on and give us feedback on the forums. We also have official forum uh, feedback threads that all the devs watch so if you're on PTS forums and you forum thread um, started by a dev um, that watching that thread so feedback is getting seen every single day we're looking at it and probably going to see some conversations in those threads as well so um, all the players can look forward to uh, all of that stuff being on PTS go in there and, and hop on those threads ask questions, get them answered. Uh, we've got a fantastic community of, uh, of great fans that are all about you know, being active and, and helping make Neverwinter uh, the best it can be. So um, definitely go over there and check it out and, uh, and you know, chatter with, uh, with the devs. And if you happen to find a Play With The Devs playtest happening, uh, hop on and we'll hang out in PE and, uh, and we'll chat away. Yeah, and you guys have those on the blog too. Uh, you have it, the schedule was up there on the blog. I was looking at it today. Like, mm-hmm. or, or more, oh, stuff, yeah, yeah. more stuff will be up on the blog. So still a great place to go yeah. check. Go, go, go to your little arc, arc hub and check out all the Neverwinter stuff. And Rob, we could talk forever, but we're going to have to go soon. So I'm going to give you like one, one or two more sentences. If you have to say two, <laughs> two sentences about... It better have demon lords about, in it. About Maze Engine that, that you really want people to know about, what would it be? Go. No pressure. The Maze Engine... What? <laughs> no pressure. I... I no, okay, no pressure. Time out. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> I'm just joking. Maze Engine. Maze Engine. Go on live in March. Hop on PTS. Check it out. Send us your feedback. Let, let us know what you think. It's going to be amazing. Woo! I think that, that counts. That totally is good. Yeah. All right. Thanks, dude. If that was one sentence, I have another one. <laughs> oh, 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 crap. Oh, another sentence. Go. Go for it. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm joking. <laughs> you know what? It's always a blast to hang out with you guys. Yeah, we, we so can seriously talk. To, like I, I'm, I'm not joking when I said we can talk forever. I, I just enjoy having Rob on the on the podcast. And then it's like, oh look, it's you like know two hours later. Can I do? Can I? Can I? There's a. Can there's one thing? Can I? Can I sneak peek something on your podcast? Uh, no, of course, go for it, man. Okay. This year, respins like you've never oh. seen it before. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Whoa. And we're not going to explain it to you, uninitiated folks. Maybe no. well, we will in, in, in a small amount of months. But right now, yeah, we're not gonna yeah. not gonna explain. But chew on that. Do you you know what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm pretty excited actually. I, I'm really excited. You may have a. Do you think that you have any listeners that could like tease it out of you? Uh, if like, if they were talking to me in person, they'd probably be able to get some. Yeah, for sure. Yes. All right, cool. <laughs> now go bug him on Twitter. Yes. And go bug me out. on Twitter. And go yeah. bug Rob on Twitter because he knows more than I do. <laughs> and uh, I, now I also want to tease something out. Well, go for it. But it's totally, yeah, no, I just want to make sure that everyone, there's some new voice actors that are, uh, are, are, are we're really excited about. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah. For, for, for Neverwinter. All right. So we've gotten about as vague book as we can <laughs> up in this podcast. So I think we're going to call it a day. Thank you very much, Rob, for joining us and talking about uh, Neverwinter's Maze Engine. It's always awesome to have you on, sir. Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. And then my, my co-host, Greg Tito, over here, smiling. <laughs> 
I, I think he is. <laughs> I'm not sure. He's always mischievous. He's, he's, he's I'm extremely. Yes, exactly. So. I can't wait to jump on and, and on the PTS and, and mess everything up for you, so you can fix it. <laughs> so you can fix it in advance. That's what I do. Yes, everybody, go check it out. Go go <laughs> nice. to go to the Perfect Worlds uh, Arc Hub and check it out. There's all sorts of news on on uh, the blogs there, as well as videos. You can go watch the uh, Maze Engine video, which of course has been up for a couple weeks now. And yes, go get in, and it's awesome. Enjoy enjoy and involved in the test. It'll be fun. All right, thanks, Rob. Thanks, Rob. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, always fun. Always fun to talk to Mr. Overmeyer. Not Undermeyer. No. That's his, like, evil counterpart. We we, we actually have to make a Twitter account that says evil counterpart. I know. That's Undermeyer now. I I feel bad making fun of people's names because it's like, oh, yeah, really? Like, I've never heard that before? Yeah. And to his credit, he didn't say that, but I know he was thinking. It was right there. I know he was thinking it. It was like, like, what? (laughs) (laughs) It was... No, Rob, Rob is awesome. I'm sure he was thinking it, and you're going to find some nasty letters in your email box. Every time I talk to him, though, I want to jump uh, back into Neverwinter. Yeah, you know? no, it's uh, they're doing some really cool stuff. I really, I'm really excited about that that uh, solo campaign stuff. I know I'm I'm lame. I, I'm the I same way, dude. We're both equally game. lame. Yeah. I don't like I I like people in like real social settings, no. but on online in games, I'm like you GTFO. Yeah, I'll do my group thing usually with my friends. Uh, yeah, but there's lots of times where I was like, I'm just gonna play this game. And yeah. I don't want to try to get 5, 10, 15, 25 people together. Right, because that becomes the game is getting the people together rather yes. than, than actually playing the stuff. So it's cool that, that uh, uh, they recognize that and they're bringing more solo content. And you cause... can also do the awesome, you know, in-game big dungeon-y stuff in, in Maze Engine 2. You got it all. So you got it all? I don't want to turn it's a other people off. It's a smorgasbord. An underdark smorgasbord of, of demon love. And sentient mushrooms. Well, good times. Wait, Yes. Yep. They're, they're delicious. They're, well, some people think so. Make some chicken marsala. It seems really unfortunate when that people would eat stool, but whatever. <laughs> With some white wine sauce? <laughs> delicious. <laughs> I may be bitter. Uh, but thank you again, all of you, for listening to us today, especially in, a, in, our, in our awesome ramblings about edible stool. and uh, <laughs> Not stool samples, but stool, yeah. the, the sentient mushroom the sentient from mushroom. our Out of the Dark, uh, uh, Out of the Dark, <laughs> Out of the Abyss campaign, which uh, was an NPC that uh, 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 Mr. Trevor took over. So, yes. yes, thank you so much. Follow me on Twitter. I'm at Greg Tito. And I am at Trevor underscore Watsy, and also the main D&D account, which is at Wizards underscore D&D. We talk about stuff that you might like, you know, uh, D&D. And uh, yes, then make sure that you subscribe to the podcast, leave comments, tell us what you think, tell us who you like, tell us why Greg's voice is so amazing, and uh, all that stuff. We like to hear any kind of feedback, really, uh, especially the things about you know new podcast guests, any things you think we can do to make the podcast better. So, nice. Thank you very much, as always, and we will see you next time. You stay rolling. It's a new tagline. I'm totally yeah. Kidding.